Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Yes. You are all welcome to the presence of God in Jesus' name. And we want to wish you happy new beginning. Hallelujah. Yes, you may be seated in the presence of God. Once again, we want to welcome you to our live broadcast. Coming to you from the Synagogue Church of All Nations, Lagos, Nigeria. Viewers all over the world, we want to wish you as well, happy new beginning. Hallelujah. Yes, my name is Yinka. I am an evangelist under my father in the Lord, Prophet T.B. Joshua. Today, I'm happy to share with you what I have received out of his generous hands. You see, if anyone had told me 25 years ago that today I will be standing on the altar of God preaching the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, I would say it would be impossible. One, I was a shy person, full of worry, without no direction. But today, I thank God. I thank God. Who has used my father in the Lord to encourage me that I can do it? His labor of love has made me who I am today. His gift, his talent has really transformed millions around the world, including me. And this made me to believe what the Bible says in the book of John 3, verse 16. That for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. The Bible says he planted him in the earth to produce a family to the millions that are born again through that bad seed. I mean, love brought all of us into being, no matter your culture, your ethnicity, your race, your tribe. Love brought all of us into being. You see, in every community, there is a standard of doing things. In every profession, there is a standard that is traditional among the people. Any new or advanced standard that tends to belittle the formal is bound to be re resisted and rejected, as we all know. Any new standard that tends to belittle the former is bound to be resisted and rejected. And that was the case of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says the love he showed was unique and advanced. You agree with me? That the love Jesus Christ preached was unique and advanced. For example, 
It was traditional to love only those who love us. It was traditional to love only those of the same tribe with us. It was traditional to love those of the same ethnicity with us. It was traditional to love those of the same culture with us. But you know, in Christ's new doctrine, he admonishes us to love not only those of the same tribe with you, to love not only those of the same culture with you, to love not only those of the same ethnicity with you, to love not only those who love you, but those who hate you as well. I know it sounds difficult to love those who hurt us, but the Bible wonders that you must love even those who hate you. In John 21 verse 15, Jesus said to Peter three times, Do you love me more than this? Jesus was referring to love shown to our fellow brothers, the least of our fellow brothers. Because love can change the destiny of a man. Love can change the destiny of a man. Love can make a poor man become a prince. And love can make a king abdicate his throne. Love can give the needy joy. Brethren, there is nothing as strong as love. Let someone say there is nothing as strong as love. There is nothing as strong as love. But today, we are living in a generation that is careless. A generation that neglects the poor, the elderly, the refugee, the lonely. I mean, those who cannot fend for themselves. But I tell you, whatever that is in your hands right now, no matter your condition, is what Christ will use to bless others through you. Jesus has no hands, but your hands to do his work. The Bible says he has no feet, but our feet to lead men to his side. Today it is easy to say we love God when that love does not cost us anything apart from our weekly attendance at the church. It is easy to say we love God when that love does not cost us anything apart from our weekly attendance, your weekly attendance at the church. But the real test of our love for God is how we treat the people right in front of us, the weak. Today we claim we love God whereas we neglect our neighbor by the way we think by the way we talk and by the way we relate with them. You know, this is a new beginning. But we make the year new by the way we live it.
The Bible says, you make the year new, by the way, we leave it. Your position in Christ Jesus is enhanced, brethren, each time you have someone in trouble. And that is what Jesus meant in the book of Matthew 25, verse 45, when he says, Whatsoever you do or fail to do to the least of my brothers, that you do unto God. Here Jesus meant we must all sow to the Spirit, and the Spirit will lead us. Not so to be seen, not so to be noticed, not so to be heard or appreciated. Remember, your soul can't attract people. But the way and manner you sow attracts God. And this brings me to the title of my message for you today. Sow to the Spirit. Let someone say sow to the Spirit. Sow to the Spirit. So to the Spirit. Yes, let's open our Bible to the book of Matthew. Yes, before that, let's quickly go to the book of First John. And that will be our proof test. And if there is time, we'll go to the book of Matthew. But before, let us quickly go to the book of First John. First John chapter 4. And we are going to take our reading from verse 19. Are you there? Are you there? Now, we love God. We love because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God, yet hates his brothers, he's a liar. For anyone who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God, whom he has not seen. Verse 21. And he has given us this command, whoever loves God must also love his brother. Whoever loves God must love his brother. You see, the only thing that Satan cannot fight nor conquer is love. Love can fight faith. It can fight joy. You see people, they will be happy in the morning, but in the evening they will be sad. Satan can fight faith, can fight love. I mean, he can fight faith, can fight hope, but he can never not conquer love. And that is why the Bible says, the complete love for God and love for man form the essence of what God requires of us. Today we are in the presence of God, expecting his blessing for the new year. But don't forget that a man who expects a good harvest, a man who expects a good return of harvest, should not spare in sowing his seed. Because if your seed comes 
from the heart. It will bless God. And that will make God to perform for you. You know, we have different situations. But the Bible says, if our seed bless God, if our seed comes from the heart, it will bless God. And that will make God to perform for us. Today, many complain, but you know, I've prayed. I've fasted from January to December. I've done everything humanly possible, but I don't know what next to do. It's like the situation remains the same. I want you to know that if you find yourself in such situation, knowing that something is suppressing your faith, lack of love. Let's almost say lack of love. Lack of love. Because failure to act love nullifies our faith. Failure to act love nullifies our faith already. How do we love? We love with our strength, our quality time. I mean, loving unconditionally. Giving to those who are not of the same faith with you. According to Jesus, it is more rewarding to give love than to receive it. It is more rewarding to show mercy to others than to receive it. And the Bible says by loving our enemy, we can actually overcome evil with good. And this is what Joseph realized. He realized that love is the most powerful force in the universe. And the Bible says it will ultimately prevail in your situation. When he became the prime minister in the book of Genesis 45, the Bible says he had all power to pay Potiphar back in his own coin by ever jailing him. Joseph also had power to pay his brother back with evil by selling him into slavery. But you know, because he feared God, he listened to the better part of his reasoning. He knew whatever he would do or fail to do to the least of his brothers, that he would do unto God. Brethren, your love work in sincerity and humility of heart is the seed you sown to the Spirit. Your labor of love in sincerity and humility of heart is the seed sown to the Spirit. Because faith works by love. Prophet E.B. Joshua says, when you do not seem to receive from God, then check your love work. Because faith must work together with love to be efficient. Love is the catalyst, the promoter, the facilitator that sets your faith working. Today, many believers have blown up their faith system by failure to work in love. Because one area affects the other. 
And failure, failing to walk in love can almost shut down someone's spiritual walk with the Lord. It is unfortunate that we all want to give. We all want to give, or so to be seen or to be appreciated. But you ask Cornelius, in that book of Acts 10, and he will tell you, that he who gives is conscious of the future, because he will find help if he ever falls on hard times. He who sow, he who love, he who give, is conscious of the future because he will find help if he ever falls on hard times. Today we fail to realize that we cannot quantify God's grace by the amount of cars we possessed. We can quantify God's grace in our lives by the amount of houses we build. We cannot quantify God's grace by the amount of properties we acquired, but by fulfillment in Christ Jesus. How can we be fulfilled? Only when we realize that the beauty of life does not depend on how happy you are. But how happy others can be because of you. Remember, Joseph shows that love. Your joy, brethren, your happiness depend on your willingness to help others in trouble. It is true the Bible says we may not be equally gifted, but God has done it in such a way that we all have some strength to contribute to one another. Let us ask the good Samaritan in that book of Luke 10, and he will tell us that love has a language that transcends all languages, all barriers, and all distances. Love has a hand to give a transforming miracle touch. We are hands of the Father. We are joined hands with the
Yes, we are family and we are one. No matter the culture, background, ethnicity, race or gender, we are one. Let us be seated. Yes, love has a hand, brethren, to give a transforming miracle church. Let's quickly open our Bible to what happened between the Good Samaritan. In that book of Luke chapter 10, and I want to believe that that is a big example for each and every one of us to follow in this new year. Quickly turn with me to the book of Luke chapter 10. And we're going to take our reading quickly from verse 30. In reply, Jesus said, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he fell into the hands of robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him and went away leaving him half dead. A priest, happened to be a priest happened to be going down the same road. And when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So to a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, he passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan... But a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was. And when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. When he put the man on his own donkey, took him to an inn and took care of him. The next day, he took out two silver coins and gave them to the inner keeper. Look after him, he said. And when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expenses you may have. Now, the question to each and every one of us. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? The expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. Then Jesus told him, go and do likewise. Now Jesus is saying to each and every one of us, we must go and do likewise. You know, according to the scripture, the Bible says, by the virtue of culture, the good Samaritan wants to look to the other side. When he met with a wounded Jew, chocolates of helping him. The Bible says, though the man was not properly placed in monetary terms, but he realized that what was in his hand at that particular time could solve the problem at hand. What was uppermost in his heart is the need to help someone in trouble. 
What was uppermost in his heart was the need to carry out God's assignment as a commission solution provider. His priority was to sow to the Spirit, regardless of culture, race, or gender. It is true, this man had all reasons to be excused from showing compassion to the wounded Jew. We all know the story of the Samaritan and the Jew. The Bible says they were ash enemies. I believe if it were to be people of this generation, they would say, after all, the man is not my caliber. After all, the man is not from my state, he's not from my town. But the man knew the failure to help the wounded Jew is equal to neglecting God. The Bible says the words won't compel force that encourage him to defile all hearts around him. The need to have someone in trouble. He knew that failing to help the wounded man is equal to neglecting God. But the question is, are you sure you have not neglected God in one way or the other? In summary, let us help and be helped when we help for God's sake. Let us love and be loved when we love for God's sake. Because Satan can fight faith, can fight joy, can fight hope, but he can never fight love nor conquer love. Because love never fails. Today we want to walk by faith. We want to talk faith. We want to act faith. When faith was not meant to walk in solo, faith was not ever, it was not meant to walk alone. Faith can walk by itself. It must operate with other spiritual force. I mean, faith must operate in conjunction with other spiritual forces in order to work. If you want a successful life in this new year, you sow to the Spirit and you will receive eternal life. When you sow to the Spirit, it's equal to giving to those who cannot pay you back. You sow to the Spirit is when you give to those who cannot give you in return. Joseph's son and his seed led him, link him to the throne. Who knows, maybe your love, your seed, your gift is what God will use to lead you to your divine destiny. Remember, Jesus appreciates every little effort when it is done in a proper attitude. Viewers all over the world, those who are under the influence of these telecasts, God's goodness, mercy, will continue towards you if you respond by loving him, which by implication, loving your fellow brothers.
May the Lord bless his word in the midst of your heart in Jesus' name. May the Lord bless his word in the midst of your heart. Happy new beginning. God bless you.